0: Hey, babe, welcome to the show. My name is Devani. I have my master of social work and I've been in the mental health field for about five years. Every episode, you'll hear faith and psychology based mindset strategies and emotional wellness tools that will help you start showing up more authentically, start taking consistent, confident action in your life and start creating your life by design. Let's dig in. Hello, beautiful friends. I am super, super psyched to be here with Cassie today. Cassie, can you tell our listeners a little bit about you?
1: Yes. You know how much I love introducing myself. Um, I am Cassie. I am a strategic business coach, brand photographer. Um, I was just telling Devaney before we started recording that I'm now calling myself the Swiss army knife of business coaches because I've got so many tricks up my sleeve. So that's me in a nutshell.
0: Awesome. And then I will tell you too if you guys have not checked out our other episode we did together, it is still, it is actually the first episode that I ever came out with on this show and is still getting downloads every day. We talked about limiting beliefs. So, in case you're interested in learning more about Cassie, she actually shared a lot of personal experiences and we dug into limiting beliefs. So, check that episode out if you're into it. But today we're going to be talking about social media and how to get really really intentional with our social media use and just kind of a little bit about what Cassie and I have been going through with this personally and then some of the changes that we're making to really be more intentional and prioritize our overall well-being, our overall just growth and success as as people as humans while running a business and not letting the social be the priority above everything else. So Cassie, if you could just share a little bit about some of your recent feelings or experiences related to social media that got us talking about this.
1: Yeah. So I was trying to pinpoint this after we initially talked and I'm like, what really was the shift for me? Because I think we all go through those like natural dips and dives of just feeling like we're all in on social media. And then, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. If I never did this again, it'd be too soon kind of feelings. And I'm like, what really was it this, this most recently that just kind of sparked this just desire to run from it for like a month and just say goodbye and hide in my own little shell. And I think what it was, was the kind of lead up to the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. And so much of it shifted from the things I love about social media, which is community and those direct conversations and like being able to, you know, cheer someone on directly and like have those true relationships to, Oh my gosh, I'm being sold by everyone and their mother about something I need. Because if I don't buy this one thing, I'm literally going to fail at my entire life and starting to get sucked into those feelings to the point where like true story. And this is a little embarrassing Uh, there was a sale that was ending. And I was like, man, I don't even want it yet. Like, it's not a good fit for my business yet. But if I don't buy it this round, it's going to go up like $500. And oh, my gosh, like, I should really get it now. Maybe I'll need it later. He's like, when would you ever buy something in real life that you don't need yet, just because you might need it later. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm an idiot. You're, You're so right. That's so stupid. So it was just kind of this thought of like, all of these people pushing all of these different sales. And I'm not blaming them. Like I'm a business coach. Like I helped clients prep for these things, but it was just exhausting. And I think that's what triggered it this
0: time around. Definitely. So what have some of those changes been looking like for you? Or what have have you been feeling led to shift or change in regards to being on social media?
1: (sighs) I think the same thing it comes down to every time I get into one of these moods is just being way more I hate buzzwords, but intentional about it. Like, you know, I think it can be phenomenal for growing your business and again, creating a community. It has been for mine, um, especially this year, but there's this teetering point and we all know when we hit it, it's like, it's so obvious and it's the teetering point between I'm getting a good return on my time here. And just kidding. I am now just scrolling for the sake of filling time. Um Which at that point, it goes from, okay, I'm creating community, I'm getting clients, like I'm enjoying what I'm doing too. I'm consuming so much that my creativity is hindered. I'm consuming so much that I'm not even being present in my own life. Like literally time is passing me by, and all I've gained in the last 30 minutes is memes and funny videos. Like that's ridiculous. So I think that's where it's been for me of just I'm past the teetering point of
0: productive. That's so good. So it sounds like finding what that balance looks like for you. And I, I remember like before I started my business, I was barely on social media ever, like barely on social media. And then I was like, well, I guess I need to do this to start my business and to get out there. And so I, you know, started doing it. And I feel like what can happen also is we get fixated on it. Like, like you mentioned before, we are all In and I think that's such a huge piece for women who are listening to reflect on is if you're thinking of it like a speedometer, right? Zero to a hundred. If you're going a hundred miles an hour in social media, so first off, I'm always gonna throw out journal prompts, right? So this would be a journal prompt if you want to come back to this. Like, what does it mean? Like, first off, what speed do you feel like you're at on that speedometer with social media? What does that look like for you? And like, what feels sustainable? It is not sustainable for any vehicle to keep driving at a hundred miles per hour for however long you're on social, right? And I'm talking about like weeks, months, years of building a business. It is not sustainable. And so like taking that time to really ask what would feel good? What speed do I want to feel like I'm moving at? And thinking about like How can we make it just a more, like you said, intentional, sustainable process and more of a, I feel like sometimes it can feel like it's taking over, Mm. right? Like that's where you're, you're spending so much time and you're trying to create content all the time. And you know, there's a new feature on Instagram, like every other day. So it's like, so now every week I need to create a five posts and three reels and a story every day. And I need to be talking about my services three times a week and this two times a week. And it's like too much, too much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's funny that you say this because before you went down the speedometer route, I was actually thinking in my head, it's a lot like, um, when someone decides they want to get healthy. Right. And it's like, okay, it starts off innocently as like eating well, but then it becomes in some cases obsessive, the weighing yourself every day, the counting every single calorie to the point where it becomes restrictive. And then you're binge eating things like that. And we see this with every sort of behavior, like in humans, right. This is not my specialty, but I just kind of think about it anecdotally. And it's like, once we're kind of in that like all in thing like this becomes our life i'm checking my messages at 8:30 and 9 p.m. even you know things like that like that is that weighing yourself every day and counting every calorie it's not healthy and it's not the way we're meant to do anything right like it's exhausting and it's not sustainable
0: 1000%. so what do you think would be some key takeaways. Cause I'm sure that when people saw this episode, they're like, Oh yeah, I need this. Right. So you guys, you already know that you want to create some type of change in your social media use. Maybe you're wondering like, how can I still show up? How can I still grow my business? How can I still feel present in the online world and make my presence known, but also feel present in my life and feel more work-life balance. What do you think would be some, some key ways to start doing that? You know
1: how much I love actionable steps. So I actually put some thought into this and what I've been doing, um, that helps, but again, I have to preface this by saying, it's only going to help if your, your desire is truly to make a change. If the desire isn't there, none of these things are going to help. Um, and I'll give you a specific example here in a second. But um, I would say that first, and this wasn't even on my list, but it was something that I thought of when you said, you know, there's a new feature every five seconds. There's always going to be an advantage to being first to use something, right? Whether it was TikTok or a reel or a guide on Instagram or something like that, there's always going to be that advantage of like being one of the first people to do it and like getting noticed in that way. But always trying to be first is is exhausting. So just recognize that not every feature is going to be a good fit for you. Um, I am not funny enough for reels. I've discovered it. I'm like, I'm just not, I'm not clever enough. Like, and not that I'm not clever enough. I don't enjoy the, the clever that's required for reels. It's not my style. So for me, creating something like guides and being more like educational, that's definitely my personality. So I think recognize what you're good at, what you're not, and just accept that you're not going to utilize all of
0: these features equally or even frequently. And that's okay. Um, but yeah. it's, it's like releasing that you need to use everything on there because it's almost at this point, like on, and we're speaking specifically to Instagram. Cause that's where we spend the most time, but mm-hmm. it's almost like at this point there are, what is the word that I'm thinking of? Literally on just that one app, there are like four different ways that you could possibly put out information. There's stories, (laughs) there's it, right. And it's all different ways. And so it's just like when we're building a business anyways, we think about how do I like to share information? And so now even just on this one app, we get to choose. And so I love that. Just giving yourself permission. You do not have to show up on everything. And there are women And I was literally creeping on someone. I don't remember who the other day who is killing it in business. She hasn't made one reel, but she's (laughs) killing it because she's doing what she does best. And she's showing up in her zone of genius and, you know, just rolling with it. So I love that.
1: Well, and then, you know, also remember, like, I think that a lot of people get sucked into the social media thing, because it's this validation from strangers of like, if I get these likes, and I get these shares. And it's that, like, that's that human need to be validated by other people. Please remember that Instagram is not something you own. So like, stop putting all your energy there. Like, this is a business coach thing that I have to say real fast. Like, if you run a business and you're putting all your eggs in the Instagram basket, go get yourself a website basket. Like, diversify because they're making all these features, which sucks you into putting your time there. (sighs) We're getting derailed, but I had to add that in. Um, So that would be the first thing I would say is just kind of accept what you love doing, reject the things that you don't and just kind of leave them for other people to use. Um, But I think more than that, the actual tangible things that you can do is first and foremost, um, I know there are apps that allow you to do this. If you don't have an iPhone, I have an iPhone. So on the iPhone, um, there is screen limits that you can set up and I do this in two different ways. I use the app limit feature to make sure that I'm not going over a certain number of minutes or hours on Instagram, um, in and given days of the week. And this is why I said earlier, if you don't have the discipline or the true desire to make a change, you're not going to, because do you know how easy it is to be like, oh, you've timed out JK, give me an extra 15 minutes. I do that four times a day sometimes. And I'm like, oh, Cassie, I appreciate why your
0: do So do I. Some days oh, I do that as well. Yeah. Goodness
1: gracious. So, you know, so you have to be disciplined about it. Like, really remind yourself when that goes off, okay, why did I want this to be the case in the first place? And also, what I love is that now, if you have an Apple computer, it actually integrates. So, if you're on it on your computer and your phone, it'll count it as your total time. So you can't like cheat the system anymore. Um, <laughs> but that's one way I set it up, is the app limits. But then I also set downtime for myself where literally everything except for phone calls and text messages um, get shut off. Like I can't use Safari, I can't check emails without having How to. How do override. you set that up? So that's just in the same screen time in your settings. Um it literally, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, screen time, and then you just hit downtime. And you can put the hours in which you don't want to be able to use any apps on your phone. And then, like I said, I leave phone and messages on in case of emergencies. Um, But I pretty much try to do 7 to 9am as downtime. I did just recently push it back because I was getting really frustrated. I couldn't use Safari for like, you know, holiday shopping. But, um, but otherwise, no, that's, that's another limit I set for myself as well. And it's just been super helpful of like, just realizing when I'm going to use these apps, like you've been on the phone all day, Cassie, like stop trying to override it. This is ridiculous. You know? Um, so that was kind of the third tip. And then I would say along with that, um, one thing that kept me from being successful with this at the beginning was I would still have friends, even someone like you message me on Instagram And I'd have to say, Hey, like if you need me after a certain time, like it's better to text me because if I check the message on Instagram, I'm going to start scrolling and I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. Um, And so I think setting boundaries with your friends too, who have your cell number, like text me, don't send me a message on Instagram type of thing.
0: So good. Those are so tangible. And I feel like super practical ways to get started. And I would love to share too. I think we touched on this a minute ago like really creating that vision of what do you feel like you're needing more of or less of in regards to social media? What do you want your relationship with social media to look like? You get to draw that out. You get to decide that. And like Cassie said, and this is something that's been heavy on my heart lately is I have been pouring so much into Instagram. I don't own that. Literally any random day, they could shut down my account. And I would probably cry thinking about how much time I had invested in growing that account for it to be gone. And so that realization too is like, oh my gosh. So moving around the baskets, right. Thinking about what do I want or moving around where you're putting, you know, which baskets you're putting eggs into. I wanted to be very clear about the the metaphor, but really thinking about like, what do you want your relationship with social to look like? Draw it out, write it out. Like if I could have an ideal relationship with social media, when I would show up, how often I would show up, what would that look like? How many times a week? How many hours throughout the day? What does that look like? And I've been in that process of like, okay, this feels most ideal for me. And then I'm going to try it out this week, see how it goes and then adjust. But really creating that vision of like, this feels like this would be helpful for me. And and really reprioritizing like, <sighs> our mental needs, our emotional needs, just like that soul care that I talk about all the time, pulling that up in your list of priorities and really giving yourself what you need in regards to this rather than just being a slave to it because this is how you've been doing it for however long. Mm -hmm.
1: And just to add to that too, I was trying to remember the last tips I had and as you are saying that, I'm like, oh, there was, is kind of going along with what you were saying, also asking yourself, not just those goals of like the measurable ones, like how much time and things like that, but rather like, in addition to that, not but rather, in addition to that, what do you want to achieve? Like what, what are you actually trying to accomplish? Because I can so quickly get derailed by like looking at other people's things and being like, oh, that was so clever. Why didn't I think of that first? when in reality, like my goal going into this is to help people, right. It's to inform people to help them get their time back and their lives and their businesses. And like, that is my why. And if I can remember that by either making it something on my screen or putting a sticky note on my computer to where if I notice I'm not like tackling that mission, I get off. It's a good, like very hard and fast boundary of like, Oh, I'm not doing that time to go. Um, and then last tip I have was setting, um, setting up so you don't get push notifications. Like our phones are literally designed to keep us on them. So like shut them off lady, take a step back and like take a break because it's exhausting. Even if you don't feel like you're working, you are. Um, so I think you're exactly right. It's like setting that time and then setting your, your intention of like, what am I actually trying to accomplish while I'm on here?
0: I love that so much. And I do want to take one second to just mention the push notifications is so huge. Because we are literally, if you have your push notifications on for any app, we're just, and we have to do this a little bit with texting and things like that because of emergencies and needing to be in contact with people. I get it. I'm not totally anti-technology, but it's like we're setting ourselves up to be in this like reactive state where our nervous system is always having to react to, we have dogs. It's okay. It's life. So like what we're always having to react, right? Oh, we get a text. Oh, I need to look at it. I need to pick up my phone. I need to immediately respond, whatever that is. So it's like we're in this this constant state of reactivity. So wherever we can reduce that to just create more of an inner feeling of that kind of calm, because that, that adds up. That is so interesting to me.
1: Sorry, you're by the way, you're like grace for my dog barking is so sweet. I'm like, man, you're just so chill. Um, But no, I mean, it, it, it makes so much sense. And I know that obviously, you know, the psych part of this way more than I do. But it, it's, I think it's exhausting feeling like you're always on. Um, And it's again, it goes back to that thing is like, it's just not sustainable. It, it's just, it's too much. It's like, I just, I just want a vacation from my phone.
0: And we can do that. Choose when we want to do that, right? And literally turn off your phone, put on do not disturb, whatever. And it's weird because I don't, I've had evenings where I'm like, I just want to turn my phone off. And it's not like I have 50 people texting me all the time, but it's just knowing that there is nothing that's going to happen right now that I really need to respond to. There's, I can just, you know, and I love what you said too. And we'll kind of wrap it up on this point about having really clear, goals of what you are trying to accomplish. I was listening to a podcast earlier, the kingdom driven entrepreneur, which, which I love. And I'm just read slash I'm reading one of her books and she talks about process goals versus outcome goals, which is kind of a separate, kind of a separate topic, but it's kind of similar where it's thinking about like Staying in your lane. The podcast was talking about staying in your lane and really thinking about setting your intentional goals for social media, whether it's a process would be like, well, I'm going to post three times a week. I'm going to show up on stories. This, like you have control over that versus outcome goals right? If that makes sense. And I think I'm understanding that correctly, but I also could take it a million other ways, but that's how I read it is kind of thinking about like the process of how you want to do things. How do you want to show up versus focusing on that's kind of a tangent, but really thinking of no. No, I think it it makes complete sense because I think that's one of the issues people have. And again,
1: I, I know you're wrapping this up, so I don't want to derail, but I think to bring it full circle you're saying what you're saying makes complete sense to me because you're like, okay, you were talking about setting those process goals. You're setting the time you spend, the posts you put out, you know, all of the the input basically don't obsess over the um, outcome goals. I think is what you call them because we can't control those. So if we are constantly focused on things like gaining 30 followers or, you know, booking one more client instead of the input, then we lend ourselves to more easily falling down the trap of being on it longer. Is that what you were trying to say? Cause that's what I was taking out
0: of it. Thousand percent. Thank you. That was very cohesive. (laughs) Thank you. And then the other point on that, as we're wrapping it up, it's, there's just so much to talk about, but, but this idea of staying in your lane and you mentioned this, like, this is how I want to show up I want to educate. I want to connect. This is how I'm serving my community and really just staying focused on that. Because, like you said, there will always be someone with a new idea. There will be a new feature, but it's setting your intention with this is how I want to show up. I want to create some really educational posts, like maybe three a week. I'm going to create one educational reel a week and show up on stories. And then when you see other people who are showing up on stories 24, seven and posting three times a day, which I see, I see people posting that often. And we start to feel like we need to be doing it too. Like I I should, I should be doing that too. Oh my gosh, I'm falling behind. Just get back in your lane. What is God calling you to do? How is he calling you to show up? How are you being called to serve? Focus on that. One hundred
1: and ten. It's like, don't, don't, don't join the rat race. You don't want to even be a part of, you know, I love it. You wrapped it up perfectly.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for all of those tangible, actionable takeaways. And I will post links below for you all to connect with Cassie. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you headed down and left a rating and a review or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram and make sure to tag me. Thank you so much for being here, for spending your time with me. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.